On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks do the thing. Go trade for Kyrie Irving. They did it. What does that mean? How good are Luka and Kyrie together? What will make it worth all the risk? We'll talk about all that and more on today's Locked on Mavs. Let's go. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked on Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it. Bang! Bang! It's good. It's good. And the Mavericks have won the game. Loyalty never fades away. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. I'm sure they are. Let us know in the comment <laughs> section sure below on YouTube. What's your reaction? What was your instant gut reaction to the Kyrie Irving trade? I'm sure there will be some thoughts. This is going to be our uh, reaction podcast. We'll do one later today for Monday's episode to talk about some more. We'll break down some more stuff here and there. But this is just going to be our instant reaction. So joining me, as always, my co-host, writer and contributor at Mavs.com. The reaction reject. The one more thing, King. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? <laughs> my God. what? I don't even know what angle to take to it at first. They Here's did the it. The Mavs signed or hired Nico Harrison to be their general manager with zero background, zero background in, in front office stuff. We all know his his background in Nike. We all know his relationships around the league. He was hired for this reason. For this. Bring me a Topo, Topo Chico. Thank you. <laughs> uh, this pod is not sponsored by that, but if no, you're listening, you want to sponsor the pod, yeah. let me know. Um they hired Nico Harrison because of his relationships, because they know that they knew that they needed to land a second star next to Luka Doncic. And we just said this back a few days ago. We said this year will will determine if the Nico hire was worth it because Nico was was hired to bring in a star next to Luka was hired for his relationships. And they went out and did that. They went out and got their second star to Luka Doncic. It was their time to take the second swing we thought it was going to be the summer. They decided to make it now. And boy, did they swing. And boy, did they swing for the most polarizing player in the entire NBA. They did. They make that move. And and now you're starting to think, okay, well, what about this deal? You can you can start to look at the deal and say, all right, well, what, who did the Mavs get? And who did the Mavs give away? Let's just start with Luka and Kyrie, right? That, that's a pairing that becomes the best offense in the NBA. The Mavericks offense all season. My, what's my biggest gripe been with them? All season. I did it. I did it yesterday on the pod after the Warriors game. Like the Mavericks, even with Luca out and Dinwiddie off the floor, we're still running the same offense. This ISO heavy, one guy does all the stuff offense through McKinley Wright. Like, respect to McKinley Wright, <laughs> NBA player. Like, you know, but we can't be running the same kind of offense you run through Luca through McKinley Wright. Guess what? You can run this same kind of offense through Luca and through Kyrie. They can both do those things. You, you, this offense is going to be nearly unstoppable think about Kyrie off the ball from Luca think about Luca off the ball from from Kyrie like Luke Luca will be able to get some more spot up shots now we'll, we'll see if he hits those spot up shots because that's not something he's done in his career but with Kyrie Irving now you have you have answers to some questions that you didn't have before you have somebody else to step up when Luca's not on the court this season like somebody just tweeted earlier today the difference in quarter splits between their net the team's net rating in each quarter and for the Mavericks it was like plus five in the first plus five five in the third and then like minus four in the second minus four in the third and the fourth 
Okay, well, Luca plays the entire first and third, and he sits for half of the third and the second and fourth. So they needed somebody off the ball. Like they needed somebody that can play when Luca sits that can carry an offense. They haven't they haven't had that. For as good as Spencer Dinwiddie's been this year, he hasn't been that guy. The offense has been like 107.8 points per 100 possessions when Luca sits this season. It just hasn't gotten it done. And with Kyrie Irving, when Durant has been off the ball this year or been off the off the court this year, they've scored 116.7 points per 100 possessions. Like that that difference right there will make the Mavericks so much better on the court. Yeah, reminder, we're just talking about on-court fit right now. Um, we're not talking about anything besides on-court stuff. Um, and we have, we're, we'll do our... That's the reason they do it, though. Our, we'll do our farewell to Dodo in a bit. Uh, yeah. But on-the-court fit, yes. I mean, they will fit just fine. I feel like we just had a Kyrie pod, Kyrie pod you know, was it two days ago? Yeah. Uh, we were on the Bleacher Report app, you know, talking about it, too. And on-the-court fit, I think it's going to be perfect. I mean, it's going to be great. I mean, this is, we've talked about ha- him having, I mean, I've been very vocal on whoever they pay to be that next guy next to Luca. I want him to be in the backcourt or the wing. I don't want it to be the big man as the second star next to Luca. Now, could the be- big man be the third best player or the fourth best player? Maybe, but it's, let's see what it looks like in the backcourt. And now we get that. We get, Kyrie's an all-star starter this year. Yeah. Like, Luca hasn't even played with an all-star teammate, let alone, I mean, Two two out of the ten starters in the All Star game coming up will be Dallas Mavericks. When's the last time you heard that? That's weird. Like, <laughs> I mean, ever? never, no, never, right? <laughs> never, no. I mean, so I mean that that alone is what's weird about this. Now we're recording. No, this th- th- that's what's positive about this, right? That's yeah, what. No, 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 yeah, I meant like weird. Like it's not used to it. Like that's like weird even thinking about that. To have a caliber um, of player like Kyrie that can, when he does play, when he is committed to the team, when he does come in, and, and you're thinking that with the relation, one of the things I'll, I'll point out, you one of your points earlier was you, Nico Harrison was brought in to do this. Okay, well, Nico Harrison was brought in to create, the, have the relationship with Kyrie to bring him in, and now to have the relationship with Kyrie to keep him in, right? Like to talk about an extension, to talk about him staying, to talk about him, you know, playing. Uh, the injury stuff is, is going to be a big question for sure. There's a ton of ton of questions. Like this is a risky move for sure. We're just talking about like yeah. what are the positives for for this move so far? Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> Tim McMahon just said Kyrie Irving extension talks are expected to be put off until this summer. How could that go wrong? <laughs> how, how could that be a wow. bad? How could that be a bad thing? <laughs> but that's another um, that's another big question. But let's let's keep focusing on some positives. What are some yeah, yeah. some goods goods with this? Because that was another thing. Like we're recording this at two thirty eight. I mean, the trade news literally just dropped. 10, 15 minutes ago, if that, and we're recording. So some, I, I FaceTimed some, Isaac as soon as the trade went down. He said, I can't, I have to process. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to think. I'm a, I'm a processor. I really am. <laughs> no, I was texting with a few people last night and I got a small hint that this was a real possibility. And so I've been processing it for the past like 12 hours, but it's just, it's still shocking. I tweeted out. I didn't know anything about the package. The package, you know, surprised me a little bit of what they gave up for him. But let's stay with, let's stay with the positives on this. <laughs> um, I'm the amount of random. There's so many different routes I want to go because so, I'm getting so many. We I'm can getting so many different texts at the same time, and we'll have a full- polar opposite uh, ends of the spectrum yeah. of I'm boycotting the Mavs, and the Mavs are going to the championship. I can't wait. <laughs> like it's it's so wild. But but yes, on the court. Now here's the other thing. I don't think the Mavericks are done at all. No, this is not one a, of the, this close. is one of the benefits of the trade happening on a Sunday of the week of the trade deadline. That now they have multiple days leading up to Thursday. That hey, 
Like now we can go out and get some more defense because I saw, I think ESPN or somebody tweeted out projected starting lineup that had Kyrie, Luca, Tim Hardaway, and Christian Wood. I'm telling you right now, that ain't going to be a, a good defensive starting lineup. But there was this quote that Nico had back a while back, and I'm so sorry for whoever got the quote. I think it, I want to say it's Dallas Morning News. It could have been the Athletics. Somebody, and it was circulating the other day, and it was Nico, and I, I don't know, I don't have, I'm not being a great podcaster here. It was him talking about the culture of saying, we we feel confident of the culture, I'm paraphrasing here, of the culture that we have, that whoever we bring in, and I think he said this months ago, maybe even last year, that we want to create this culture that whoever we bring into this culture, then like we feel confident that they will step in line and they will like be about it and be consumed by it. So, and that, that gave me another, I'm like, okay. They're okay with whoever it is out there taking in the relationships. Risk. Yeah. And taking a risk. We know that Jason Kidd has a relationship with him. We know that Nico Harrison has a relationship with him. They're obviously taking a massive risky move. I mean, this is one of the bigger riskier moves that any team has made over the past. I don't know, you know, how long about after everything that Kyrie Irving has done in a negative light, still giving up assets, first round pick Jordan Finney Smith and probably still committing to a longer term contract because you're probably not going to do this deal unless you're going to sign him to a longer term contract. Right. I mean, what a risky, risky move. But if you make another trade, another smaller trade before the before the deadline, you're talking about a potential finals team. And you know who's happy right now? Probably Luka Doncic. And they Mark Stein reported that Luka yep. Doncic signed off on this. Yeah, he did. And for you to for you to win a title, you need another star next to Luka. And you know who's going to be happy on the floor whenever somebody else is crossing up people and scoring scoring the ball or when Luca's taking a, a break and Luca just gets a set back and watch somebody else cook? It's going to be Luca, And that that's going to be fun to watch come playoff time. Coming up, let's talk about the package the Mavs sent out and the risks. What are the risks that the Mavericks are taking with this deal? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You can go check out Prize Picks right now. They have it for... Uh, Every, anything, <laughs> anything you can do with prize picks. You go and pick the over or under or the more or less on players and their points. For example, Tyrese Halliburton against the Cavs, 19 and a half points. I'm going to take the over on that one. Donovan Mitchell against the uh, Pacers, 25 and a half points. I'm going to take the more on that one too. Put down 20 bucks. I can put, I can get 60. If I win that, if I put down a hundred, I can make 300 with that. You can win up to 25 times your money on prize picks. So go check it out. Download the prize picks app, go to prizepicks.com, sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars with the promo code locked on again, go check it out. It's prizepicks.com promo code locked on. All right, Isaac Harris. We've been talking about some of the good. We've been talking about the good. The reason why the Mavericks do this, what this brings to the Dallas Mavericks. What's the good with bringing in Kyrie Irving? Let's let's turn our sights here a little bit. The Dallas Mavericks, I think, are are giving up a decent amount. Now, it may not seem like a, a, a lot to other teams, but for what the Mavericks had, the assets that they had, giving up Dinwiddie, who had been really great this year, had been playing really well. You know, he was helping carry the Mavericks when, when Luca was off. And then mm-hmm. Dorian Finney Smith, who is part of that culture, the culture that you mentioned in the first segment that Nico Harrison says, all right, we're, we're willing to bring somebody into this culture. Dorian is a huge part of that culture and a 40 minute per game playoff player that, can, that, can, that starts and guards one through five and like does all these other little things. Doesn't care if he has the ball in his hands and all that. They give up Dorian. They are giving up a first round pick in 2029, which is way out there. The Mavs will have some more picks to trade coming up here. They'll, they'll have a couple more first round picks after the after the draft this year and they're giving up a couple of seconds and, that, and that's that's fine that's really that's really nothing in it 
Um, what was your reaction to the Mavs giving up Dorian and Dinwiddie and a first round pick in this? I mean, my first reaction went straight to Dorian. Y'all yeah. know on a personal level, we love Dorian so much. Yeah. Um, you know, there's few players in this business that we get the chance to, you know, get to know a little bit. And, you know, by no means <laughs> am I acting like, you know, we're all hanging out over the weekend or anything like that. But we actually got to know Dorian a little bit and loved getting to know him, loved talking shoes with him. I mean, as one of the first players come into the locker room and we look at what Jordans we had on and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, getting to talk to him. I did a story about, um, you know, girl dads, and I was about to become a girl dad. My daughter was about to be born a couple of years ago and, um, you know, talk to him about his daughters. There's just so much stuff seeing how his shot changed over the years, like seeing the work somebody has put in with the team. Like, I mean, I can't, I mean, he's literally a top three favorite Maverick of mine. Yeah. I love his story. Yeah, I love his journey. I love every bit of that. So I am, um, I really am sad about like, I was sad about losing Harrison Barnes, but like, this is the first player I'm like legitimately like really sad over. I know it sounds really weird. I know it sounds weird, weird, but like I'm legitimately sad about uh, him getting, being gone. Um, so I was, I was surprised by seeing his name. And then I was mo- more surprised seeing the first yeah, um, me too. of, okay, like you really are, you really, really want to take that swing. So, and like my honest next reaction after that was, well, you might as well tread the other first now. Like you might as well go out and get Bojan. Like, I mean, because now you weren't guaranteed the second star anyway this summer because everybody like if some if a star did hit the market somebody else you know everybody else can be bidding too yeah some of the bigger markets so it's like at or, this or Pelicans Grizzlies like a lot of these teams like even the Blazers like they have more stuff that they can give up than the Mavericks did yeah so like there's no sense of halfway swinging now yeah. you might as well just go swing for it and say the West is wide open heck we just made the riskiest trade out there trading for Kyrie Irving <laughs> so we might as well go trade the other swing first it all and, yep. And go get another like solid starter, a Boyan or whoever it is. Uh, you know, oh, go get Miles Turner. Bit. Go get Miles Turner. They need. <laughs> I don't know him. who it is. Ugh. I'm just saying. I I might as well trade that pick and just go all in and let's chase the you know, the ship this year. This is what you're wanting to prove to Luka Doncic. So I wasn't shocked by Dinwiddie because if they traded for Kyrie, Dinwiddie's going to have to be in the deal. They want a point guard. So like I get that. You know for sure. He had some big moments for us. The dunk on Rudy will forever be enshrined. Um. <laughs> but the crypto talk can go to Brooklyn again. <laughs> uh, yeah, and bring uh, bring other talk to the Mavericks, I guess. <laughs> the, the, yeah, this trade... We might be wanting crypto talk <laughs> <laughs> pretty soon. Oh, put the IG alerts on. Put the IG live <laughs> alerts on. Set, set the notifications. So, a couple of the risks. Kyrie has is a risky player, right? This is a risky move to give up some <laughs> shocking, some guaranteed players in, in Dinwiddie and Dorian. And obviously Kyrie's a better player than those guys, right? You're, you're getting a much better talent. I think the Mavericks talent wise are way better now than they were before this trade, but you're giving up some guarantees to bring in somebody that missed the whole season because he didn't want to take the vaccine and didn't believe in taking the vaccine. Uh, that wouldn't be a problem in Texas now. <laughs> like now, now he doesn't have to deal with that in Texas, but he, you know, has had he's he just requested a trade from the Nets, who they're playing well, one of the top teams in the in the East and one of the top teams in the NBA. So you know that it's not just about winning, because if it's just about winning, wouldn't he rather just stay with KD and stay with that team that yeah. looks like that they're in a, a position to to go and potentially win a title, right? Like, it, so what is it about with Kyrie Irving? You don't know this, and so that's why I said earlier, 
it's for it's for Nico Harrison now too. He had the relationship to bring him in, and now it's on Nico Harrison, Jason Kidd, and Luca to keep him in and to keep him invested, keep him in to what the Mavericks are doing, and to keep him from not deciding one day. You know what? This team doesn't want to offer me my full four-year extension, which is what the Brooklyn Nets didn't want to do. They offered him some four-year extension, but they didn't want to fully guarantee like that fourth year. And he demanded a trade. It was that quick. Like it was, and then two days later, he was traded to the Mavericks. So that's what you're dealing with with a player like Kyrie Irving is now, all right, unless you give him everything he wants, and I'm all for guys getting your money, you know, getting getting what you deserve and all that. But to do some of the things that, that Kyrie has done to like then to to not get the full extension he wanted, demand a trade, and then to be traded now. It that's the risk that the Mavericks are taking. And this trade to me, with all that they gave up with Dinwiddie Dorian and the first which doesn't seem like other teams were, were willing to give up that much. That is a move that, that screams to me a little bit of desperation and definitely some confidence in the Mavericks, that the Mavericks are confident and in a year, two years, maybe six months, we'll learn if that is overconfidence or if that is a healthy confidence in what the Mavericks have built here. But, but they're not... Here's the, here's the thing with this type of swing. It is super risky. It's the riskiest move. Like, what? Done. But when you look at teams like Dallas that are not the Lakers, that are not one of the coast teams, you know, Miami, Miami, the Lakers, you know, even the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George, like, I mean, Brooklyn, those guys went up to New York. It's not those guys, not not those guys anymore. (laughs) That's true. If you're not one of those teams, like Dallas isn't Charlotte, but they're also not Miami, New York, L.A., yeah, you almost have to stretch it a little bit, right? Like, look what Minnesota did. Like, all right, we got it. Like, they had to. Like, it was the dumbest trade ever, but they kind of, they they had to. Their they big thing was was Rudy Gobert and like trading all the picks. Like, if you are one of those other markets looking to add and swing for a big star, you almost have to pay an extra price to get that guy because that guy might not come in free agency. Shocking, guys. We haven't got a second star in free agency. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can I just say something that'll just trigger you listening and probably a lot more Mavs fans? Plan powder. Oh, oh, I just it just got because, it. Just got everybody. Well, there I'll take I'll one up you here. If the Mavericks don't re-sign Kyrie, they'll oh have my Max Cap they'll have Max Cap room this summer. Because Dorian Finney Smith's numbers come off the off the books. Dinwiddie's twenty million comes off the books. They'll have uh, over thirty million dollars in cap space this summer. We expect that they'll probably trade Tim Hardaway Jr. as well. <laughs> yeah. So, so okay. And so right yeah, now, they, they would have max contract space this summer. Here in a second, let's talk about because I think we do need to touch on the risk of Kyrie Irving off the floor and all that stuff. I want to speak on that just for a second. But real quick on the floor, I meant to say this earlier. Project to start in five right now. Oof. Luca, Kyrie. You think Kyrie starts or? No, just kidding. <laughs> That's fair. Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green. I think this is a Josh Green like stamp, <laughs> of, stamp of approval. Uh, I think Reggie and Josh have and to start. Christian Wood for right now. Yeah, and Christian Wood, or even like when Maxi comes back. I mean, I I think that's another bit too. Was Dallas? This is a question I have. Was Dallas a little bit more okay with giving up Dorian, thinking that Josh Green is the replacement? He's not as big as Dorian. But do you look at it that way and saying, "All right, we got a guy in Josh in the wings. He's ready." Like I can at least can, we don't have, at least we don't have nothing. Right. Yeah, I could see it right now. Whenever the int- intro press conference happens coming up in the future, <laughs> Jason Kidd or Nico or somebody's going to be saying, "Yeah, we're 
we're, we're confident in Josh. He's going to be ready to step wait, up into the wait. Into the, the they'll say role. people forget about Josh. <laughs> is that what they're going to they're say? People forget about Josh. Do <laughs> what if he legit says that about Frank again? Um, <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I I played this last night and I was getting a laugh out of it. Listen to the very end of this drop. People forget about Frank. Mm. That's you just going. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Are you sure? You sure you want to go with that? <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, let's what? Let's talk about the off the court stuff real quick, though. We'll have yeah. I mean, we'll have another pod. We'll have another full podcast tonight that well, we can talk about some stuff. But yeah, I, I do want to mention on this reaction pod, guys. We get everything that's happened off the floor. I mean, I just I was just reading some a message that you know sent to me a little bit ago saying I'm boycotting the Mavs. This is from you know somebody and it's like I'm done with them for a team that chooses to endorse him. You know what? I totally understand it. Yeah. Like I totally get it. You feel that way? I 100 percent understand that. I'm. It's hard for me. I had so many people ask me this morning. They're like, "Oh, Kyrie stuff." You know, they seen the news. Like, how do you feel about? It? I'm like, honestly, I don't know how to feel about it. The dude is so dang talented, and on the floor. It would be an awesome fit next to Luka Doncic. Where does morality come into cover being a fan and covering a, a team and you know working for a team and all this stuff? Because what he does off the floor has been so damaging and so um, I'm trying to like pick the right words for it. Uh, just idiotic in, in a lot of sense of some of the stuff he said and done. Um, that it, it's tough. You know, it's tough to say and just like hype up, hype him up so right, much. Right. Um, so like that's why it's it's really hard for or in our sense to like cover him. We have to kind of put it in two boxes of like, hey, we're going to cover him as the basketball player, like on the floor running the X and O's. But man, when we're also going to have to cover the stuff off the floor, too, when he goes live on Instagram or post stuff or and all of that. And yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of fun to cover <laughs> off the floor. But um Anyway, we recognize that. I don't want some people uh, that are listening to this pod saying, man, these guys are just all hyped up, you know, and all well, we get, Yeah, we gave the positives, and we're talking about the risks, and we'll talk about the negatives. And the negatives is that yeah, Kyrie tomorrow may promote another movie, another documentary, another site, another author. Like, who knows? He may say another quote that all of a sudden alienates a ton of people, right? And is it promotes anti-Semitic talk. And, like, that becomes problematic, and that's part of the risk of this. That's part of the risk of you don't know what Kyrie's going to promote. You don't know what Kyrie – sometimes I don't know what Kyrie stands for, right? Like, I, I don't know what he stands for. It, 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 like, yeah. if, if you knew what He's somebody, a voice for the voiceless. But who? Who, is he, who has he been a voice for? That, that's my question. And so it, if you don't know that, then then that becomes more of a risk, right? The, the Nets could have never thought that all of a sudden Kyrie would promote a movie with anti-Semitic propaganda in it and then all of a sudden that become a talking point for like two weeks about Kyrie Irving and suspensions being being talked about and all this kind of stuff like that becomes a big distraction for a team and it's yeah. it bad in general right like to take take away all the all the team stuff that's just bad in general to do that to alienate a whole bunch of people and to talk to promote things that way yeah yeah I mean I I can't I can't not endorse any of that stuff enough so I mean, moving forward, we cover the Mavs every single day. We're going to be hyped about game winners. We're going to be hyped about him and Luca plays on the floor. Luca's going to be hyped. I seen Chris Haynes tweet a little bit ago about Kyrie being ecstatic to join you know, the Mavericks and, and Luca and stuff. That's good. Um, and you know we're going to have fun with. I mean, this is what we do. we talk about him every single day. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna have fun with it. But uh, it's also tough too. It's a it's a hard spot um, to be in. And when you're excited for an on the court fit 
but you're kind of bummed about some a lot of the stuff off the floor. But there you go. I feel like we just talked in circles. Yeah, that that's that's what happens <laughs> tonight. I just got a text from somebody that says thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> I wish I could read out loud some of these messages I'm getting. Oh, my, I have my... 62 text messages right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let us know in the comment section below. What do you think? We'll be back with another episode tonight with some more like put together thoughts about this trade and what we think it means for the Mavericks and the risks they're taking in. So we'll talk about all that later tonight. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.